Welcome to Heartbreak to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Baptiste from Rejected Hearts Club. And I'm your host, Sophie Delcor with Healing Soul Spiritual Center. And we do the heartbreaks so you can heal. Welcome to another episode of Heartbreak to Healed. Today we have an amazing special guest from Las Vegas that is going to share some interesting stories with us today. We'd like to welcome Miss Marie. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for joining. Mm -hmm. So we'll just dive right into your stories. And from what I know about you a little bit is that you've been married about three times now and you finally met the love of your life. And we really want to know how all of that happened. The crown jewel, (laughs) the man you love now. Let's get into that. Well, I think the third time is definitely the charm. Um, we met probably like in about 2007, I would say. It was probably where we came in first contact with each other from another person that was also incarcerated. And, you know, it was very brief, didn't really have much contact. But years later, in 2017, I got an email from him. And he said, I just moved to this prison, you know, where they allow us to have tablets. And on my contact list, you're on my contact list, and I don't know who you are. Um, and he was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> and I knew who he was. So um, I, it took me a while to reply back because I thought, oh, what is this? this? Is some kind of scam or whatever? But I eventually replied back and I said, I know exactly who you are. You know, we met through so-and-so. Um, and then he replied and he was like, oh, okay, well, how are they doing and such? And he was asking questions. And it was just a friendship that kind of built from there. And, you know, I told him, obviously, that other person, you know, I didn't really have, wasn't on speaking terms with the other person, um, so I couldn't really give him any information. So, but our relationship grew as a friendship, and we had so much in common. Um, And um, just the relationship began from there. So we got married, actually, next month uh, will be one year that we've been married, uh, but we've been together almost six, um, six years. And so he's just came out recently. He's only been out for about two months. Oh, wow. And so very new. Um, but, uh, but it's been great. It's been a great relationship for me. He's been great for me. He's just uh, the things that, you know, he's been through. We have so many, just our backgrounds are very similar. Just to see the transformation of what can happen from somebody incarcerated has been huge. So in our last episode, we also had somebody that didn't see red flags with the people that she was with, and they ended up as well being incarcerated and things like that. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to people out there that are going to date somebody that could be incarcerated or things like, how did you move forward or how do you get past, oh my God, this person's been in jail? I think that... um... My family experience, I have, uh, you know, some uncles that have been always in and out of prison. So I think that I wasn't just uh, right off the bat, like, oh, this can't be a good person. This can't be, you know what I mean? So I think a little bit of the experience has been one. But I know the red flags to kind of, you know, look for. And even as a matter of fact, when we um, have first started talking and he asked me, you know, would you mind, you know, talking? And 
I was like, you know, don't ask me for this and don't ask me for that. And I'm not about this. And, and he was probably like, you know, whoa, you know, um, but he hasn't been any of that. And in all honesty, there, I haven't really had any red flags. I've tried to say like, I think um, sabotaging, sabotaging it for myself, thinking they're there and I'm just not seeing him. But they're, but they're just not. And then even getting to know him, I don't see that type of, you know, what you think of what you know of what a typical person that's incarcerated is like. And he's like, none of that. I can't see that person he used to be whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You know, which goes to show how much work he's done to really just change his life, you know. Uh, but mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't see any of that. I can't see any of the things that, that he says that he has done or anything in the past. You know, he's just really driven and um went to school and he you know he he only had like an elementary school education oh wow so he stopped going to school very early and he went back to school and he got his ged and then he went on to college and he has um two degrees and he's kind of you know he wants to um, work in addiction and be a counselor and he's already um he's already started working in an outreach you know, program, helping people. And um, it's just amazing what he's done. What was he incarcerated for? Which is okay. why I was asking about um, red flags. Burglary. Okay. Um, and when you get married, you have to divulge all that information. Um, um, you have to, it has to be on your paperwork that they send to you. So, and he told me from the start, you know, what it, what it was for and um, was never, uh, never um dishonest about anything so he said in up front he told me up front you know he was going to go into this with just complete honesty which he didn't really have in the past which he never you know he decided to he was going to do things differently and he's held true to his word you know but yeah when i got the paperwork it had to tell me exactly you know what the reason was he was what you call a lifer he was sentenced to 25 for life because it was his third crime Oh my so, gosh. Um, he had to go through a whole parole process and prepare for it. And just, uh, he wasn't just like, here's your parole date, you're getting out. It was a whole process that he had to go through. Were you guys dating while he was a quote unquote lifer? Yes. So were your intentions just to continue to stick by him no matter what, not even knowing if he'd ever physically be out of jail? Yes. Wow. Because he wanted to get married, I think probably about two, two and a half years into the relationship. And I was like, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not ready at this time. Did I, I knew I wanted the relationship, but I didn't know if I wanted to get married. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't know I had already had two failed marriages. And then when I was ready to get married, I, and she asked me and I said, I'm, I'm all in, you know, no matter what, even if he's denied parole, um, I'm, I'm in for, for the long haul. That's amazing. And I, something that I would like to point out because especially since it's you don't get to see it very often but here it is with your husband that in in this in the in the spirit of heartbreak to heal it sure sounds like that he actually really had heartbreak for his own actions and but and him allowing himself to forgive himself really and know that he was worth so much more and to then to actively go after being so much more and to you know make his life better is amazing um and it and i just i just you know a lot of times it really does come down to being able to literally forgive yourself mm -hmm. for what you've done and 
then know that you are not that person. It was just stuff you did. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and take that step forward. Absolutely. And, and I know it took him a lot of years, you know, before he decided, you know, that this isn't the, you know, that he didn't, that's not the life he wanted. He wanted to, you know, be of good and to help others. And so um, he's come mm -hmm. a, a long way. And even with me, you know, just like, um, you know, uh, be, being kind to people, you know, he always tells me, you know, you got, you got to make sure you're kind to people and you just, you never know what other people are going through, you know. Since you guys did start dating while he was still in prison at the time, was that actually easier for you? Because now it literally places limitations on physical contact and communication, you know, because otherwise out in the typical, our dating world for a lot of us, you know, sometimes you can get like a, a barrage of attention, <laughs> you know, we suffocated for a moment, yes. but, but those limitations, did that actually help you like, deal with the situation, evaluate what was going on, be, be with yourself? It, what, did it make it easier? To a degree, yes. And people would probably find that really crazy that I would say that. But after I had ended my second marriage and we had stopped even living together, because remember I said we would live together even as friends, but when we stopped even living together and uh, it took a while for me to start dating again. But then I was like, when I got back into the dating game, I was looking for people that did not live in Nevada, California, okay. Arizona, because I didn't want somebody clingy or I didn't want to have to always be with them. And so it's funny that you actually say that because I do think to a degree, yes, him being incarcerated, how we got to know each other. Um, we had to do it through, you know, letters and calls. And um, I got to know, you know, like his sister and his, him and his sister and I built a good relationship and so um it was hard to be away because obviously there are times when you want to be near them and and you, yeah. can't, you know and he was in california and i was here in nevada and so um but yes i think that ultimately i think it was good for us um you know to know kind of you know that your whole just getting to know each other on a whole non-physical level um it took me probably about a good i want to say year year and a half before i actually went to go physically visit in person. Oh. I feel like it's just the top tier of long distance relationships. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of that. It always works. You get to keep yourself and your independence and you see each other and it's magical. And then yes. you meet in the middle. <laughs> so. But then losing that independence, because I find that I'm very independent. I uh -huh. think that I'm very, I've had to be for so long. And even in my marriages, I was always, I always considered myself the stronger of the two. Mm -hmm. you know, um, and to let go, because I used to think that I wanted to just be that strong, independent person. But what I came to realize that I actually want a relationship that's more traditional, more the man is the man, the woman is the woman. And um, uh, it's been hard to adjust to, because he's a kind of traditional also. Mm -hmm. So now it's been that kind of adjustment to be a little bit more to, to know that I could be a little bit more softer and I don't always have to be the stronger of the two. I'm sure it's been an interesting transition because like you said, you're so used to being this independent person and the one that has to be the go-getter your past two marriages. It's like you were always the number one. So now it's taken a step back and now you can be the little girly girly wife and it's been a little <laughs> rough transition but yeah. i am trying to and we'll get there you know we'll get there 
I mean, he's still in California and I'm still in Nevada. And the goal is in about six months time, he'll be fully transitioned here. Wow. How do you, how do you think you're going to feel about that? Cause that will be a full time, no longer long distance. Yeah. And it'll definitely be different, but I am looking forward to it. You know, we have a lot of uh, goals. He has a lot of things that he wants to do and I'm here for the ride, you know, to come along, you know, with him, what he wants to do and just helping people and, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be nice. It will definitely be different though. Now, some of our guests might ask, how does she know that he's not going to commit another crime? What makes her trust the process and this person? I think that um, he's done everything that he said he was going to do. And I think that, you know, he's, his promises, you know, never, never broken one. I think I see it. And I think you just kind of got to go with your gut. So I don't think that he has any, any of that left in him. I think that he's just, he's a full grown adult now. Mm -hmm. And the repercussions, he understands the impact. He understands he has a family now and, and he would lose all that. Cause I, I have made that clear as well that, you know, that would be the one deal breaker you know, for me. So, um, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he has it. And I think he has really good intentions. I just love it. I love to see all the things he, you know, I know what he's capable of. I know what he's going to do, what the future is going to hold. And so um, I love it and love to, to just want to support. That's so good. Like that's exactly what he needs. And I love that he's willing to give back and he most likely has tons of incredible stories to share on here's how I was and here's who I am now. And yeah, grow from your past. What was it like with family, your family going, going through this? Cause I'm sure at some point kids had been like, mom, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yeah. They didn't know for about a good two years. Um, my third child, my second daughter uh, was the one who I told next. And she actually has a great relationship with him. So um, you know, and my, so she has seen him at the prison. She's went with me once and my youngest, who's now 14, um, went with me almost to every visit. So he has a really good relationship with her as well. Um, and then my son was the last to meet him and he was the one I was the worst, the most worried about. That's my son, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. so different. Um, but he was very open and he met him in person for the first time about a month ago. How did that go? Uh, it went a lot different than he thought it was going to. And he even said that after two, he's like, you know, it was a little bit different than I thought it was going to. And he was very open to the, to the relationship. So it's been great. My kids have been very supportive. Um, my, uh, one of my daughters, the one that's the closest to him, she actually wrote him a support letter um, mm -hmm. for when he was going before the parole board. And so uh, the parole, one of the parole um, officers actually took him aside and said that her letter made a huge impact. Um, wow. So, you know, and she was, uh, she was very much um, against, you know, people in prison. A lot, a lot. Of, it was a red flag for her. And she said that he actually changed her opinion of people that are incarcerated. Wow! I just got goosebumps. Yeah, me too. Actually, <laughs> it was huge. But yeah, they were really impressed by. It. I mean, it, her letter made me cry. It was so touching mm -hmm. and just. The, just, you know, everything that she had, that she had to say, it's been huge. If he can turn somebody around, that's completely against people that have, you know, been in prison. That's huge. Mm -hmm. That really is. 
That really is. So with all the positivity, have you had anybody in your life, whether it's friends or like aunts, uncles, anything that have been against your relationship? A friend of my, um, when I was with my second husband, we had a, um, a family that we were very, he used to work with and we were very close to, and they were like family to us here. Um, they were like my second family in Las Vegas, you know, and um, he, uh, one of them uh, went to him and t- told my ex-husband, you know, I can't believe, you know, what is, what is she doing? What is she thinking? You know, and, and even his best friend, um, you know, I mean, they were concerned, you know, he's my children's father. We have, you know, four kids together. And so they, their concern was, you know, the kids, I guess. And um, yeah, they went to him and were like, you know, I can't believe she's doing this. You know, he's been in prison. What is she thinking? And so, but I, I, I explained to him, you know, I'm going to just do, you can accept it or you can, you cannot, you know, I've always said that whoever I chose to be within my life, I wanted them to get along with my, the father of my kids, my second mm-hmm. husband. I've always said, you know, I want us to be with people where when, when, when they get married, we can go there and enjoy the wedding together. They don't have to think that there's going to be any animosity between the two of us. And I found that partner. That's the kind of partner that, that I found. He wants to be, have a relationship with you and, um, and, you know, be able to, to, to be civil and, you know, um, and so I, those are the only two I can think of. And they're not really a part of my life as much as they are my ex-husband's life. So it wasn't really a factor for me. Um, hurtful that they went to him and said something because I would think I've been in your life for many years. You should know that I'm a good judge of character mm-hmm. and that I'm only going to bring people to my life that would have a, be a positive influence. So it was a little hurtful, but um, it didn't change anything at all. I, I, you know, I love that you are strong. You run into a lot of people where they hear something like that, any form of criticism, and they literally will second guess everything that they're doing, you know, just based off of what somebody else said, but staying true to what you know is right in your heart. It's beautiful. It's beautiful and clearly unfolding in a lovely way. The third time is definitely the charm. (laughs) And for listeners, especially anybody that is currently struggling or has struggled with relationships and that it, Remember that you you'll be with the right person because you'll just know, and that person will be your peace. They will not be your stress. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's huge. <laughs> I love that. I'm not saying that everything is you know rainbows, oh, butterflies every <laughs> but, second of the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are people, right? We all have yeah. our our you know struggles, but overall yeah. picture, yes, that person mm-hmm. should absolutely be your peace. Yeah. And I got, and not only that, I got a great, you know, he doesn't have a lot of family, um, but I, I got a great family to come along, you know. Well, with that, we definitely appreciate you coming on, sharing your stories. I'm sure you inspired somebody and for people not to give up on finding love because you never know where you're going to find it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you having me on today. Of course. Thank you.